baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is where we hear from the businesses and services available in the Buffalo area. And if you'd like to be on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. With me, David and Mario Rodriguez, the father-son owners of Forsetti Protection Group. Also, Mark Kozdowski, who is the police firearms instructor and uh, offerer, I guess, of trainings and presentations for Forsetti. So, gentlemen, welcome in. Good to have you here. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us, Randy. Certainly a lot to cover here because you guys do pretty much everything. When it comes to protection, you literally do every facet that you could think of, right? We cover a, a wide range of protection and, and security efforts. Our goal is to help businesses, organizations, places of worship to prevent, mitigate loss of life and loss of property and to ensure that they're, uh, they're saving not only insurance money, but saving their clients time and energy and, and saving them their uh, opportunities to liability and, and ensuring their safety throughout the days. And as a father and son team, it, uh, it's got to be uh, unique, right? You both have to have come from a perspective where you would be able to work together like you do? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, we both come from a law enforcement background, and so we had a lot in common. And so uh, Mario's uh, was the brain behind this whole operation, decided let's put something together. And uh, I said, all right, let's do it. And it's fun. Get a lot, spend a lot of time together, and get to know each other even better. And 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 Mark is also family, so we try to keep this as a family event. But uh, it it brings everybody closer together. And Mark, you had law enforcement background as well, I presume. I, I do. I am a police lieutenant currently, and I also teach uh, police firearms as an instructor. And uh, when we mentioned the training and presentations, what sort of presentations are we talking about? Well, we do, we do everything, as, as we discussed with Ms. Alessi last time, on the trainings. And it's not just, you know, the classroom trainings. It's actually getting people to go, get up and actually think about what you're doing in your business. You know, our, one of the slogans we talk about a lot is you train to respond, not fail to train. And people are so wrapped up in their day-to-day lives that a lot of times they think that the comic that we hear is, oh, it's never going to happen here. And that's the worst thing you can say as a business owner, as a CEO, as an executive that, how do you explain that to your families and your employees' families if something did happen and you failed to contact somebody to prevent it? Now, going back to the start where we probably should have gone for Forsetti Protection Group, if someone as a, as a client wants to come out and, and obtain your services, what sort of th- back and forth do you guys have with a potential client? It looks like you offer some kind of a 20-question assessment. that you So you're actually asking them questions rather than them asking you questions? That's correct. We come in into a situation and we allow the assessment to kind of provide a, a basis. What we come into, most organizations will say, well, we have some sort of plan in place or we have these options or we do something similar. Well, something similar doesn't actually work. Uh, that's a, a 10-year-old mentality for what the modern world is, is nowadays. We have to change our, our thought process and change the way we interact uh, with the community and, and with our clients. And so when you have an organization that says, well, we have cameras or we do IT work and and we feel like we're prepared, 
we utilize the assessment as that opportunity to, to have them look at their material and come to terms with the fact they're not as prepared as they thought. When we take that assessment, we actually utilize that to come into the organization, review policies, procedures. If they don't have any, we can develop them with them. And then we go into the training. And one of the things that sets us apart from other organizations is, as Mark said, our live training. We actually will do a live training scenario as realistic as possible. And the realism coming from our law enforcement background is what we feel actually promotes the safety standards that is going to allow an individual to, should an incident occur, they will know how to respond. And it doesn't have to be at work. It can be somewhere, as like I said, a place of worship, or it could be at a, at a child's soccer game. It could be while they're out eating, similar to what happened in Toronto recently. Yeah, and I was going to say that, uh, unfortunately, events like this keep happening, but at the same time, that gives you the opportunity to learn a little bit more about how these people operate to kind of then combat that from your perspective. That's, That's correct. correct. We take every incident that occurs and we analyze it, and we analyze it for the better to try to prevent certain things from happening next time. One of the other aspects that we do when we come into an organization, after we put policies in place, after we train on these situations, we will, we will do an after-assessment. Many organizations won't do an after-assessment until an incident occurs. And then they come back and say, well, we had a mistake here. This policy failed here. We can fill this gap in here. It's a very reactive atmosphere. And so we try to be proactive in our steps and measures by allowing us to come in and do the uh, post-incident report after the training segment with a live session that we do, that allows us to fill in those holes and gaps to prevent and mitigate any situation from occurring later on in life. And I'm curious, in the setting where you're doing something for a place of worship, uh, it's got to be difficult to make sure that people, for one thing, know that you have that presence there because that's the whole reason that they've obtained your services. But at the same time, you want to be kind of unobtrusive because it is a place of worship they're coming there for a specific purpose and it's not to cause mayhem no that's correct when we come into an organization we obviously have a multitude of, of organizations where they have uh, different religions and backgrounds and so we take those into considerations and when we come into these organizations we sit down with them make sure that we know what we can do and what we can't do uh, as far as you know having a male or female on staff for the event the, on the day of the training. Something as far as even taking your shoes off uh, prior to entering before the training session begins. Those types of things in these organizations we consider, we don't want to step on any toes when we come in or offend anyone. Our goal is to promote training and safety. We're not here to push the envelope with them and make them feel uncomfortable. However, these situations do occur. They occur at unexpected times and that's our goal when we come in is to create that live scenario. Get them to reflect and think and start thinking outside the box and thinking about new landscapes and, and how to approach them. Speaking with David and Mario Rodriguez, they are the father-son owners of Forsetti Protection Group. Also with them is Mark Kozdowski, who is the uh, police firearms instructor with the group. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And a couple of other, other things that I uh, wanted to touch on. Uh, you, you have some equipment here, specifically something called ballistic laminate. Now, what is that? What is the idea? What uh, is, is that supposed to help do? Well, the Ace Ballistic Laminate is a, is a company out of Canada that approached us and, and put on a demonstration recently. The laminate actually adheres to existing glass surfaces. You don't have to change your structures out. Typically, you see if someone wants to make their, their windows and doors, 
bulletproof or shatterproof, you actually have to change the existing structure. It adds weight. It adds, uh, you know, dimensions that are different than what you might have in place, which is very cost and intuitive. So when we come in, we look at the laminate and we say, we don't have to change anything. We come in and put this over the existing surfaces that you have, and we can protect you at a level that you would expect from a law enforcement organization or uh, even the president of the United States. These laminates are bulletproof, they're shatterproof, they're cost-effective, and it allows you to come in and do something uh, without having to change your structures and do any construction to your existing site. And one of the key things that I see that you have here is that uh, you offer up some enhancements. There are some federal grants, in fact, for school safety enhancements and uh, some deadlines that people need to be aware of in regard to that. Yes. There is a federal grant that just came out, and the deadline is July 31st, and it's for all the schools for your security, to enhance your security. So we try to get the word out there. We've been trying to get it out there via social media, word of mouth, every way we can, and, of course, radio. And so, therefore, we are telling people, take advantage. doesn't matter what school. Take advantage of this. It's out there. It's for you. And what sort of things does this grant help to pay for? It allows you to pay for your security staff. It allows you to pay for your security measures, access control, the ballistics, cameras, security cameras, anything that is needed as part of security. And did you have anything to, uh, to add to that? Yeah, one of the, the misconceptions that that's continues to be around right now uh, is that you, ha- in order to apply for the federal grant as a school or school district, that you have to actually work with a law enforcement organization in your community in order to receive, first of all, the money, and then once you do receive it, that you have to put it in place with a school resource officer or to have the training done. That's not accurate, and so we want to just clear that misconception up. When you do apply for the application in, by July 31st, as, as Dave mentioned, you come in and it provides you, your school an opportunity to enhance these security measures. These security measures do not have to be put in place with a law enforcement organization. You can go to a private company and you can have them come in and do any sort of training for you. You can do access control. You can do the upgrades of your camera systems, your DVR systems. All of that is available to you. The misconception, I'm not sure exactly where it started, but it continues to be out there, and so we want to just clear that up. We're not telling anyone specifically to come with us, but regardless of who you go with uh, for these organizations, the money is there. It's allocated from the federal government. Take advantage of this opportunity. Uh, they, they rarely give us an opportunity to, to have this free money and put it into place for things that are, are extremely important. Uh, we continue to see these, these places be attacked over and over again, and this is our opportunity to to change the the conversation and change the school system for our kids. And something that should be pointed out too, and it's not a small matter for some places, that there is an insurance reduction involved in this. So when they secure the services, get that grant, get get all these things put into place, they're actually helping themselves out even more. That's that, correct. Yeah, that's correct. Our goal when we come into an organization is is to actually save them their money on their insurance. That's what we look forward to when we come in. We look how we can save them 10 to 20 percent on their business premiums, which is a huge chunk of change in the reality and the scheme of things. So our focus when we come in is to say, listen, you're spending $10,000 on your insurance a month. We can come in and put you through an active shooter training scenario and prevention, develop a policy procedure for you, 
and put these organiza- uh, organizations in a, in a position to succeed, and it may only cost 2000 3000 And they end up saving another 5000 on their insurance premium after that training and, and policy are in place. So the costs offset each other, and typically we see clients actually save more money than what they actually spend on the training or upgrades to their uh, security enhancements. And Mark, just to fold you back into the conversation here, when you do the instructing, the most important thing would be the safety first, right? People have to be have to have some situational awareness. Yeah, you definitely need situational awareness. I mean, obviously, the the way we do a school will be different from a senior home, for example. You know, but we go through with the clients and and we tell them, you know, how far, as Mario had said, do you want to take your training? It's only as good as you do. If you talk about it in the classroom, that's great. But a lot of these businesses we go to, we were I was at one last year, and somebody worked there 10 years, they never took a different way out of the building, 10 years in the same place. And we all laugh and we chuckle. And I said to them, I said, well, what if the front door snowed in or blocked in? Or have you ever taken the stairs? And you work, this person worked in the second floor. You worked in a building 10 years of your life. You've never taken a different way out. We're creatures of habit. So we will take that into consideration, the clientele. I did one on the college campus last year, a little more aggressive, a little more running, a little more physical, obviously based off the safety of, of who's there. Gentlemen, can't let you go without getting the phone number out for Forsetti. That's correct. You can call 855-367-7384 or 855-Forsetti. That's easy enough. And it's uh, Forsetti, F-O-R-S-E-T-I. That's so correct. That correct. Right. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Randy, thank you so time. much. Thank Appreciate you. it. David and Mario Rodriguez from Forsetti Protection Group, also Mark Kozdowski, the firearms instructor, a former police officer as well. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.